You're listening to the Between You and Me podcast, brought to you by JesusWire.com, with your host, Jessica Morris. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the brand new episode of Between You and Me the podcast where music makers and creatives talk about the things that hurt, heal and change us in evangelical culture. Today is a special episode. Yes, I always say that, but it truly is because we are talking about one of my favourite topics, mental health. And we are doing it with none other than one of the most iconic urban hip-hop DJs in Christian music, DJ Madge. Now, DJ Madge is Mike Allen, uh, and you may have seen him perform before if you've seen Toby Mac in concert. So he's actually part of Toby Mac's Diverse City Band and DJs to 300,000 people every single year. But Madge, as we will call him, has accomplished so much more than that in in his 20-plus year career. He has worked with any and every artist you can think of. And at the moment, in light of COVID-19 and the fact that it is impacting so many of us in our mental health, he's been hosting Instagram Live dance parties. And it's exactly what you think it is. DJ Madge goes on Instagram Live, gets in a friend or two like Toby Mac or Chris Tomlin or Mandisa, and for an hour plays family-friendly tunes to give families and people something positive to do on a Saturday night. He's had a phenomenal response and and heard about families sitting down, talking afterwards. And he's doing all of this to bring to light the fact that we are all going through things. We are all feeling things at the moment. And he really wants to break the stigma of mental illness. So when I heard about these dance parties, I was like, well, I have to talk to this guy. Like, Christian music and mental health, it doesn't always come together. It's become more normal lately, but it's taken quite a while to get there. So we have a fascinating conversation today about how the tide turned in Christian music so that it's now socially acceptable to talk about mental health, thank God, and why now it's okay to say like, yeah, I go and see a therapist, things like that. So I am really excited for you to meet. He really is a pioneer in Christian music. You will absolutely love DJ Madge. Friends of the show will know that before you hear our interview and some of his music, you will hear a short bio. It is your who, what, when, where, why of Mike Allen, a.k.a. DJ Madge. So you can catch up on the ridiculous amount of things that this man has done. And then we will head straight into our interview, my friends. Enjoy meeting a pioneer. This is DJ Madge. Mike Allen is a pioneer in Christian music, and if you don't recognise his name, it's probably because you've only met him as DJ Match, the renowned DJ, producer and musician who has been forging a path for Christian urban music since the 90s. Trying to define what Match has accomplished since his first mixtape, Sabbatical Transit in 97, is no easy task. His resume includes time as a rapper, independently and with Toby Mac's diversity band, a syndicated radio host, a compilation curator with Goatee and Universal Records, a rapper, a mentor, and a mental health advocate. He took on the name DJ Madge while growing up in Louisiana, DJing to pay his way through technical college. 
only to realise that his future was most definitely in music, and he lived with ambition to expose the world to holy hip-hop. Now keep in mind this was the era of Michael W. Smith, Amy Grant and Elirius, but along with DC Talk, who he worked with, DJ Mad showed the world that Jesus and hip-hop belonged together, and in 99 he was signed to Goatee Records, releasing his album Wax Museum, a mixtape. Madge would release more mixtapes than he could possibly count in the following years, and after making the move to Nashville, he continued to work with some of the biggest names in Christian music, including the Newsboys, Carmen, yes, that Carmen, T-Bone, Grits, and Three Harmonic. He has since been a staple of Toby Mac's diversity band for 18 years, and plays his DJ sets to more than 300,000 people every single year. Madge's album, Boogie Roots, was released through Goatee in 2005, but we would be remiss to mention the amazing titles of the mixtapes he also created around this time. Long before Chance the Rapper was making a name for himself, Madge was titling mixtapes Speckled Goats 2, so it's hard not to call this man a trailblazer in urban music and naming mixtapes. Boogie Root received a Dove nomination for Rap Hip Hop Album of the Year in 2006, and this included collaborations with Sean Locke, Toby Mac, Michael Tate, Verbs and KJ52. His single, Love So Beautiful, was also nominated for Rap Hip Hop Recorded Song of the Year. Madge's compilation work is also extensive. He is featured on everything from Goatee Records compilations to Hip Hope Hits in 2005 and the Action Bible Remix in 2014. His remix tuned as recently as 2019 to Hello Future by Toby Mac featuring our friend Crowder to Out of Eden's Open Up Your Heart in the Thousands. And he has continued to release his own tracks as well. He released Broken featuring Milton Young in 2014 and has since followed this with We Out of Here with Don Cephas and Pat Jr., What If with Aaron Cole and The Greatest Me Ever with David Mokdalich. Now in 2020, DJ Madge is back with his first single in three years. Feel Again, performed and co-written with Becca Shea, highlights Madge's passion for mental health. And during COVID-19, he has used this as a platform to bring hope and help to people across the world using his Instagram live dance parties. In the last month, Madge has partnered with people like Toby Mac, Chris Tomlin and Mandisa to bring some family-friendly dance tunes to people during isolation, all with the goal of encouraging people to share their feelings, ask for help and break the stigma that can so often lead to suicide. I spoke to DJ Madge about the genesis of his dance parties, why he chose to pursue a mental health accreditation in addition to being a DJ, and why mental illness is no longer as big a taboo in Christian music after so many years of saying that we could pray it away. My friends, get ready. Meet DJ Madge. DJ Madge or Mike Allen, however you want to be named called today. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me? What inspired your dance parties? Because as soon as it hit my inbox, I thought, wow, that's a really unique and cool idea while we're all going through isolation. Well, you know, it wasn't like my idea. Um, I saw early on, well, first of all, we were on tour. I, I I tour with an artist. Uh, named Toby Mac, and I also go out and do my own dates, but I'm primarily out with him. And we had a tour end, and uh, due to COVID, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, I started to see a lot of DJs just take to Instagram to do these uh, family, or well, just dance part or just DJ sets, period. And so I just got inspired one night, and I'm like, I, I why not? Let's give it a shot. Um, I, I 
went to my Play Match Music Instagram account, uh, logged in, hooked up a few cables, and everything has just been crazy since then. Um, and so we've been able to partner with a few um, high-profile artists like Chris Tomlin, Toby Mac. Um, we have Mandisa coming up. Oh, that's um, so good. Uh, and a few festivals. So I just really wanted to try to inspire the people in the space we're in. Um, initially, we wanted to say, hey, sorry the tour ended, but we're here through these parties. And um, it just kind of morphed into its own thing. And uh, we're trying to keep up with it. Yeah. No, that's really incredible. And so needed at the moment as well, I think. For sure. Um, so can you tell me what sort of response you've had from people? Because even reading the presser, I was I was pretty amazed at how people have opened up to you about this. You know what's interesting is uh, I've heard a lot of families say that this was the first time they ever danced together as a family. Oh. Um and there's there's a lot of that and there's a there's one that really tugged at my heart. Uh uh a parent said when your party was over, my daughter started crying because that was one of the first times we ever danced together as a family. And she looks forward to it every week. So there's a oh. large part of me that does this every every week just for her. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's totally worth it. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, you are so passionate about mental health and, and talking about it, um, which I absolutely love. It's something that's really close to my heart too. Um, but could you tell me, as far as you're comfortable, obviously, um, what sort of started that passion for mental health in your own life and what spurred you on to create this dance, these dance parties? Well, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's really no boundaries with that for me um, because it's those very things. Uh, it was a string of losses in my life. Um, I, I lost my mother and my grandfather uh, two people who I was very close to um, within a year. Uh, there was some relational and some career things that were just going a little crazy for me. And, you know, just I got to the place where I I, I did what's called doing the work, uh, seeing a therapist, but it was more, you know, for life skills and training, but a series of loss kind of got me to a place where for the first time in my life, I had to understand what it meant to be vulnerable and what it meant to be transparent, what it meant to be, hey, I'm not okay right now. Um, and I decided, I had a decision to make. I'm going to either continue with counseling or I'm going to go down the path of understanding what counselors are teaching. Um, so I enrolled in a course to get a layman certification, which I'm still working on. That's amazing though. Yeah, just through uh, Westminster College in Pennsylvania. Um, and it just, it, it cracked me open, Jess. It, it made me, um, it gave me the tools I needed to do what I call a, a scan of my emotions. Um, and be able to understand what I'm feeling, why I'm feeling what I'm feeling, triggers, and then be able to um, 
uh, equip those around me with that information so we can walk better as friends. I mean, there's a little bit of selfishness that kind of got me down this path. Um, it's because I just wanted people to understand me better. Um, yeah. and I wanted to understand myself better to, to begin with. So, um, after I got into that community of, of the language of vulnerability, um, it just opened me up to the Brene Browns and the oh, so Allenders and the John Eldred. And I was just kind of my, my wife, we've been married for a little over a year now. She has her master's in marriage and family therapy. That's one of the things that brought us together. On so the- good. I love that. Yeah, we, we are really, uh, we're just really big advocates of the fact that there are a ton of things we can do through prayer and meditation to become better people. But there's also the step of being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we just believe that there are things that have to be addressed, um, be it childhood stuff, as Brene Brown says, <laughs> um, and it, that have to be talked about. Um, we have to learn to uh, unpack the things, uh, the knots in our souls uh, that just make us better people and ca- cause us to prosper on many levels when we do the work. Sinners condemn the guilty who fell under pressure. Nobody's protected. Anything could happen. Best friends become enemies like a den of thieves. So and so did such and such. Look how they acting out. Let's take it to the internet and put them on blast now. That's what we pass down to the souls of these kids. Now the million dollar question is. So what if I stumble? What if I fall? What if I lose it and make fools of us all? I love how you said like the knots in our souls and yeah. how therapy and vulnerability actually helps us to like untangle them. Exactly. It's, it's so true. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been through therapy as well, and my family are therapists, which is why when you told me about your wife's profession, I was like, well, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> so I, I I think it's really cool, and I, I love that you're speaking so openly about it because I can appreciate now that it comes naturally, um, but I know for me there's always a certain element at the start of going, eh, how will this be received? What, how's right. my story going to sound? Did you ever experience anything like that? Well, you know, it's funny is so we primarily deal in the community of faith. Um, We tour and um, there was a time when, you know, with with within the community that I um, work in the most, there was a time where it's it's kind of like, well, you know, you should just pray about it and everything will work out. And um, the, the idea of going to see someone, a therapist or a counselor was a little, I guess, frowned upon. Um, but now it's, it's, it's not as, 
you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like a thing. It's like, yeah, you know, my therapist said, you know, you hear people saying it in conversation. Yes. I mean, you'll, you'll see a pastor get up and like, you know, I was talking to my therapist the other day and, that, and so it's, 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 I think it's more, um, it's, it's more, everybody's drinking the water now and yeah. everybody's like, I guess, okay with, uh, it, it, it's, it's almost like it's, uh, it's necessary. It's, it's, it's a thing. Um, and so I, I, I see it being, uh, more accepted. I haven't really, um, uh, uh, come across anyone who frowned upon it or, you know, had any type of reservations about it. There are some people who are like, okay, well, how does it work? But I still consider that to be, um, good feedback and, and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, and I've I've loved even from Australia. I lived in Nashville for a while, but even from Australia, watching how not just in the church but globally, like the narrative around mental health has changed, and how it's something that so many of us now are aware of. And whether you're diagnosed with a mental health condition or not, sort of like about taking care of yourself, um, and therapy is just part of that. Uh, and I think it's really cool that your dance parties are continuing to normalize that during COVID-19 because everyone's mental health is all over the shop right now. So finding a little bit of joy in that is so powerful. For sure. I think, you know, it's laughter is good for the soul and dancing's good for the feet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Put that on a t-shirt. Run with that. (laughs) And so the two together, you know, these dance parties is just, you know, it, it's brought people together. And I think it, it, you know, once we're done, we do it early enough in the evening so that people can sit down and have conversations. And we're hoping that um, this begins a new norm of community um, because not only now it's what's happening, Jessica, it's not only just families are dancing together, they're inviting their neighbors, uh, you know, they'll backyard next to backyard, you know, distancing still, but they're all listening to the same music. And hey, did you hear that song? And they're yelling across the street with a friend. And so it's kind of become, I'm like the neighborhood jukebox. So good. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. And, and the music's all, you know, wholesome and it's all, you know, it's party music and it's, 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 it's pop music. It's dance music. Um, we, we do our very, very, uh, extensive research on, you know, making sure lyrical content is suitable for kids. Um, but it's songs you hear on the radio and it's, it's stuff you may hear, um, in, in, uh, different pop cultures, but Mm -hmm. we are just having a blast and we're glad people are receiving this the way they are. Yes. You also released a single at the start of May called feel again with Becca Shea. Um, Can you, I feel like this actually taps back into what you were saying at the start about vulnerability, but can you tell me what inspired feel again and what the phrase actually means? So I was raised to be the typical male, don't cry, suck it up, be a man, man up, and the problem with that, and this is something that I I learned in, in dynamics of 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 counsel training is we condition especially our our males to not feel um and 
the problem with that is the said male gets married to a woman who goes, well, how are you feeling about that thing? To which his response is, I don't know, because he's not <laughs> feeling a long time ago, right? And yeah. so um, I, I, that is one of the things that I found was going on with myself is because I was the person, Jessica, who was always helping people with their problems. But when it came to what I was feeling, I found myself in a place of fear. Uh, I, I didn't really trust anyone with my information. Um, I was living uh, emotionally isolated. Um, and so the song just kind of is a uh, celebration of just my own giving myself permission to feel that I I don't have to be this calloused, um, uh, non-emotional lurch uh, <laughs> or curmudgeon. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't, and, and don't get me wrong, it's not all about, you know, well, whatever you feel, just follow your feelings. No, it's just, let's recognize Yes. How we're feeling and it's okay to embrace all of the emotions of life. I think the even the bad stuff, the things not bad stuff, but the, the, the things that are not comfortable, I call those things the fertilizer of life because no, it's not pleasant, but these are the things that can help you to grow. So let's 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 experience all of it, the joy, the 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 fear, the ability to say I'm afraid, the ability to say I'm scared, all of those things uh, contribute to guiding us. It's a compass. Our emotions are part of our compass. So the song is just um, a, a celebration and hopefully it sparks uh, a bit of courage to those who run across the song to know that it is okay to feel. It's Madge. I brought a few friends along. So inhale and exhale. Let's be clear. While our quest for meaning continues throughout time, the soul of mankind longs for truth and love. Shall we reconcile the past to future? For the two most important days of our lives are the day we are born and the day we find out why. I'm breathing in a new day, a new life, through the pain. Whether I'm afraid of feeling brave, baby, it's okay. It's okay. Eh, eh, eh. about your journey as a musician because I, I know I, I read your bio and I was like you're a DJ and you work in like as part of diversity with Toby Mac how did your journey as a musician 
and getting it as a career actually start? So I grew up in Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, in a very festive culture. Uh, we are a Mardi Gras culture back home. So there's music everywhere. Uh, I went through a string of health issues when I was a kid uh, with my hip, which is a thousand times better now. Um, oh, but I, I spent a lot of time um, literally bedridden. Um, but that's where my creativity was unlocked. Uh, and I began at a young age just learning how to write songs in my head. Um, I was the, you know, token kid in band. Every band that was at school, jazz band, symphonic band, whatever it was, uh, I just loved music all of my life. And uh, right after high school, I started DJing to pay my way through trade school um and my djing made me popular in my city that opened up the door for me to start working with artists and that led to me moving to nashville um i was the only person in the in the genre where uh i'm, I'm working now which is christian music so it kind of gave me a little bit of a a, a niche to uh, do sessions and that led to me working with DC Talk and it's just been off to the races from there. So um, music's always been my passion, um, but now I'm just kind of learning that I've been set up this, my whole life to use music to bring about awareness for something that's dear to my heart. So the two are intertwined and they work together. I'm equally passionate about uh, music and about mental health. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what's contributed to my journey. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Have you now in retrospect, um, looking back on your career and now with such an understanding of mental health and sort of the language to communicate that and understanding that in yourself, can you see how your mental health was impacted through the highs and lows of your career? Sure. Yeah. I mean, um, I just recently actually, um, have been doing a lot of, um, thinking about things past and it's funny that <laughs> it's, I was talking to my wife about this and that I look back at my life and I see the doors that are clo that closed and the things I was frustrated about and, um, the heartbreaks in career and I look back at it now, Jess, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that didn't happen for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, at the time, it felt terrible. It was it was hard. I mean, it was hard to get those no's. It was it was it was tough. But um, I can sit here now. Uh, knowing how to work better through those moments when things aren't going exactly the way I would like for them to go. Um, I have the tools now to uh, just work through disappointments a lot better. Um, and so for, for me, as far as my career is concerned, it's just been um, uh, kind of a dojo uh, of becoming mentally healthy and being able to work through things 
um, because I'm traveling, I'm on an airplane, um, my body's tired, uh, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep, um, there's people with demands. And so it, it there's, there's kind of like this mental and emotional gymnasium in the field that I'm in um, that just keeps me agile emotionally. Um, but it's also an opportunity for, for, for me to grow and share that information with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Um, I can't imagine how difficult, how difficult sort of uh, taking care of yourself is, especially when you're on the road and there are extra depress- uh, pressures. I mean, as a member of the media, I'm one of those people who put pressures on you. So um, yeah. I can't imagine how you sort of like balance that all. Well, it's about and it, uh, the the thing. The main thing is just about boundaries. I've learned that it's okay to take a nap. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I love naps. <laughs> In fact, I took one right before this this interview. <laughs> You're an introvert, aren't you? I saw oh. it on your Instagram. 100% proud. I have a flag in my backyard. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but I would, if there was one, I would get one too because so am I. Yeah. <laughs> and and naps is how I refuel, so I completely get it. Yes, that's that's my um, that's that's my that's my thing. I uh, I I need my alone time, and uh, if I don't have it, it's not a good thing. But when I have it, I'm your best friend in the world. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Are you uh, are you in the Susan Kane at all? No, I haven't heard of her. Okay, I'll send you her information. She she's my introvert uh, guru. Thank you. So, yeah. Okay, thank you. I will I will happily take that and run with it. As we add new definition to this thing called life, let's live. Don Cephas, let's go. Yeah. We came to love. It's October 9. Yeah. It's October 9. See the face of a black baby boy kiss rays of the sunlight. And it's alright. Yeah, it's alright. As soon as the doctor cracked open my eyelids, I looked at my mama, said, lady, I got it, and never look back, no, I never look back. My grandmama prayed so hard, one day I find God while my granddaddy choked on a cigarette. Can you figure that? Can you figure that? Yeah. I got my first turntables, graduated 12th grade in the club, underage, I'm the DJ. And now a quick break from our conversation to talk about one of our amazing sponsors. Do you create wedding videos, podcasts, ads, content, maybe even one of those slideshows while you're trying to move your church into the 21st century? Well, Soundstripe is the answer to all your problems. The ultimate music stock site made for video producers, they offer a great variety of high-quality royalty-free songs and have an unlimited licensing model. This is literally one of a kind in the industry. And that is because it was created by musicians. With a monthly or yearly fee, you have unlimited access to world-class music. We are talking composers like Aaron Sprinkle and Matt Winton. Every time you license a song through Soundstripe, the royalty goes straight back to the musician. With curated playlists, new music every week, 
and more than 30,000 special effects. This is the ultimate source of music for creatives. Trust me, I've been using this since day one with Between You and Me, and I can tell you that any background music you are hearing comes directly from Soundstripe. They are absolutely incredible. When you sign up for Soundstripe today, you can get 10% off using the code UMEPOD. That is soundstripe.com with the code UMEPOD. And now, back to the show. Oh, one of the things I wanted to ask you uh, was about the Christian music community. Um, you've talked a few times uh, about the fact, like that, for a start, you were one of like you were the only DJ in Christian music, and you sort of really made it your niche. And and obviously now you're an integral part of it in Nashville, but you also have lots of friends. Um, and as someone who's lived in Nashville, I know that it's sort of like everyone knows each other and is connected. It's quite small in that way. Um, how has that community in the Christian music industry um, come together around mental health of late? Because I know, like we said at the start, the narrative has changed. It's become more normal now to talk about it and have pastors be like, hey, I went to therapy. But how is how has that actually formed? Like, can you actually track the process of what's shifted in that culture? You know, it's uh, as, as I've come across people um and as i've grown and as i've uh uh befriended and been fortunate to get to know um some very influential people in the industry and and not only the industry but in the community the faith-based community it's it's it is so um it is it is so much a part of the conversation now because we're finding that the children of the people of influence are suffering. Look, I, I grew up believing, hey, if you had money and you're doing well, hey, you have no problems. Life is grand and it's awesome. If you have good genetics and you're, you know, all this stuff, but we're just kind of learning as a community that this is a serious thing um, and that money or, you know, like I said, genetics or uh, uh, education, uh, any of the higher accolades cannot save you from the thing that happened to you when you were seven years old that you need to talk about. Um, Because we all have that thing, seven, eight, the formative years, there's been divorces when people were seven, eight years old that is affecting them when they are 21 years old and 30 years old, 40 years old. And so, you know, now we're beginning to realize the trauma is a real thing. Um, we talked earlier about the fact that there's, there's knots in our souls that need to be tangled, but there's another kind of knot in our soul, like a muscle we get a massage to work out the knots, right? And so we're learning that there's knots in, in, in our souls and in, in, in our emotions. And as a community, we're starting to understand that, you know, hey, yes, we should pray. Like I said, put, lay on the hands and all the spiritual things that uh, we are uh, taught to do. Um, in addition to it, the Bible also says that we're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So um, just a long way of answering your question to say that now 
um, it is more a part of the conversation. It is more a part, it, it, therapy and mental health is more a part of the conversation now because um, it's, it's, it's coming to the kids and um, especially the uh, children of the affluent are starting to realize we have to do something different in the way that we're dealing with the uh, issues of our kids. So, yeah. As a DJ, um, you have to be quite extroverted on stage um, and perform and do all those great things. And even when you're doing your dance uh, parties, you have to speak to a screen and do all that sort of stuff, Um, which I know as an introvert, it can come quite naturally. You just need to recharge later. Um, But did you ever have to work at actually creating that that performance part of you and really working to hone that um and are people ever surprised when they meet you when you sort of like hey and then just introvert off like is there any difference there yes yes and yes it's like who is this guy (laughs) where did you come from um you know i i've been jess i've been performing a long time and i think for me um I was the kid who just couldn't wait to show you how I could play my trumpet or That's so good. Or how I I, that. I couldn't wait to show you the song I learned on the piano, or, you know. So it was a lot I, I guess for me it, it was part of my affirmation as a as a kid. Um and and music also. I here's what got me about playing an instrument and performing is I was in my first time in band as a kid, it was in marching band, and I remember playing a note, and then everybody else around me was playing a different note, but we were all kind of having one conversation, and what I was playing was blending with the person next to me, and all of a sudden I felt a part of this community, and it it, it was just this beautiful, like we were, for one second, we were one voice saying the same thing, but we were speaking with different words, if that makes any sense to you. Yes. And that's, that's when I'm like, this is my language. This is how I speak. This is, this is how I communicate. Like, I'm talking to you now, but when I do music, when I'm pro- producing or performing, it's just speaking another language. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not it's it's a little bit of a turn on like i have to kind of turn on a little bit for that 
but a lot of it is really my my bat the man with the cape um yes yeah i get it it's still me it's just i have a cape on yes <laughs> um, so it's 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 that's what i've 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 kind of uh had to uh, uh how it's helped me that's kind of how it works for me it's it's there's mike allen and then there's madge it's kind of like there's bruce and then there's batman it's the same thing and then when i'm done i'm gonna go in my room and close the door and pull the shades down and i'm not talking to anyone for a day or so <laughs> yeah it's so good it's like your own sasha fierce type <laughs> yeah, perfect love it <laughs> oh amen um that's a set of questions I have, apart from a few popcorn questions that I'd like to throw at you. But have I missed anything, or is there anything that you would like to talk about or promote or anything? I, I just would encourage people um, to know that you don't have to suffer in silence. Um, I created a resource page on my personal website, uh, djmaj.com slash get help. If there's anything you're dealing with, know that you don't have to suffer in silence. There's tons of resources on that page that I created, and I'm all, we're always updating it with resources for people. Um, with this being May, um, this is Mental Health Awareness Month, but this is something we're passionate about all the time. I would just encourage people to check out that page, DJMAJ dot com slash get help um also check out um feel again now streaming on all platforms dj match featuring becca shea and uh i'm at play match music on all platforms twitter twitch uh facebook whatever yeah all the things um i'd love to get to know uh your listeners and continue to build with you. And it's, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. Some people say that true love is mere chance. Well, I beg to differ. Check it out. So they were both praying for something, living the whole coast apart. Never realizing what's on the horizon. He looked in horizon. Was it was some old Al Green. Let's stay together as he spoke with the stutter. Like, hey, hey, how you doing? Brother couldn't get his words through. They had the same luggage, name tags, and all. Even signal for the same sky cap on call. Fast forward 40 years through peace and arguments. They still hold hands on that old park bench. Carousel number seven line. Okay, I've got a few quick random popcorn questions for you. Okay. So if a fan came up to you, they may ask you this, or I might just be curious and know have nowhere else to put these questions for you. So we'll see how we go. Let's do it. Uh, what is your funniest memory from being on tour? 
my funniest memory from being on tour uh, was probably uh, being in Australia. Um, I think it was Australia. Or was it New Zealand? I can't remember. We'll say it's around there. Yeah. I'll, I'll still be proud either way. It's wherever the Hobbiton is. Oh, shot- New Zealand. New yes. Zealand, yes. It's so good. Where they shot Lord of the Rings. Um, and I just remember <laughs> standing in the middle of this place, like, where's Gandalf? And, <laughs> I'm in the Shire. It was probably, uh, I just felt like a kid. That's, I, I love the experiences. Yeah, but that was probably one of the funnest times of my life. That is so good. I visited New Zealand a couple of years ago with my sister. We did the same thing. It was yeah. so cool. <laughs> it was yeah. so cool. Uh, my second question for you. Because you referenced superheroes before, are you a Marvel or a DC fan? Oh, my boy. Let's see. <laughs> uh, man, that's a tough one. I, I, I'm almost afraid to answer that question because I'm going to get in trouble. I'm Favorite a superhero? I'm a bat- Batman, for sure. Hands down. Okay. Hands down. That that's my guy. I like that. Very, very cool. Um, and my last question for you, if you could go back in time, sort of like back to the future type scenario, um, and speak to yourself the day before you started, well, the day before you moved to Nashville, what would you say to yourself knowing what you know now? I would say to myself, don't be afraid to live in community Um find your tribe, dig in, um, understand that it's okay to trust people. Um, and I think just most importantly, um, I would, I would tell little me that the worst thing and the worst day of your life is only going to fertilize things to come. And to just persevere. Um, I think that's probably what I would say to little me. That Mike, you're going to be okay, son. And just keep it pushing. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. They can't take it away. Yeah. Form. They can't take it away. Toby Mac. They can't take it away. No, no. Match. They can't take it away. conversation i am just so grateful that madge or mike uh was willing to go there and actually answer like my tough questions about evangelical culture and the music industry 
And it was really only in retrospect as I was listening back to this interview and was listening to Madge's answers that I, I was reminded of the gravity of what so many people in the industry have gone through of late um, with so many mental health issues and, and so many tragic losses that have happened through the years. And uh, I'm really, really grateful that Madge has decided to step up and become a voice in the mental health field, in, in Christian music. And that not only is he becoming like an advocate, but he's becoming educated. Like that takes guts and that is rare. You really get the mesh of of advocate and educated coming together. Both have their role, both are essential, but when they come together, that is just brilliant. And I say that as someone who was a creative, who has experience in the mental health field, but is not accredited. It's just, I have so much respect for Madge and I love the fact that his wife works as a family therapist and uh, and that that really influences the work he and they do together. If you want to go and join DJ Madge's dance parties, why would you not? They are on his Instagram every Saturday night from 8pm Central Time. You can find him on Instagram at Play Madge Music. That's just Play Madge as in M-A-J and music. You can also catch up on all his old dance parties on his YouTube, which is literally just DJ Madge, and I'll have the link in our show notes. If you loved what DJ Madge is doing and want to connect with him, please go for it. Go and hit him up on Instagram, but you can also find him on Twitter and Facebook at Play Madge Music. It's all super easy, straightforward. And you can go and buy and stream his single with Becca Shea, Feel Again, now on all your streaming music platforms. In the meantime, uh, if you would like more details about getting connected with mental health resources or about resources that have really helped DJ Madge in terms of like TED Talks and things like that, he actually has a really cool page on his website that is called Get Help. Just visit djmadge.com forward slash get help and you will find some great TED Talks, some book suggestions and some resources including things like Suicide Prevention Line and To Write Love in Her Arms and Talkspace and, and he's got like a whole spectrum of resources that you can choose from. So if you want to become more comfortable with it or maybe you have like a family member um, who has grown up in the evangelical tradition and is still a little bit like, yeah, like how do we approach this? What's this therapy thing? Shouldn't we just pray? DJ Madge may actually be a really great inroad to actually starting the mental health conversation because he's essentially saying to the evangelical culture that has so long said pray and have faith, he's saying do that, do pray, do have faith, but also ask for help. And, and also go to therapy and, and let God use other things as well because that's what he says he will do. And uh, I think that's really cool and really powerful. So if there are people in your life who you feel are a bit resistant or maybe don't understand your journey with mental health and you want to reach out to them, DJ Madge could be a way to do it. Definitely check that out. Well, thank you, my friends, for joining me to talk about a very complex issue but one that's so close to my heart and my own personal journey with mental health. It is always an honour to speak to people about where they are at in their story and to be able to share some of mine and, and find a common ground. And I just love the fact that this is becoming normal in evangelical slash Christian culture. It's becoming more normal to say I'm not okay. And there will always be a stigma with that. There will always be a sense that we need to push back because it's never easy. 
but it's becoming more normal. So many of us now are saying, it's okay to feel like that because I've been there too. And that's powerful. And I know that's a lot of you guys. So thank you for being part of that conversation, for being honest. I know it can cost us an awful lot. I'm grateful and proud to stand shoulder to shoulder beside you in that conversation where we talk about the tough things. Before we wrap up today's show, I have some fun news for you just in the Between You and Me world. Uh, We actually have a new staff member on board. Yay! Um, Now, my friend Morgan, or Mosey, is someone I met in Nashville a few years ago, and she is the best dang marketer you have ever met in your life. And this week, we officially welcome her to the Between You and Me family. So now, whenever you see our work on socials, you will see her masterful work and her masterful hand at work. So make sure that you let Morgan know how awesome she is. Welcome her to the Between You and Me family, to our large table that is ever filled with wonderful new music and delights and thoughtful topics. You can go and hit her up on Instagram at thatmozy, T-H-A-T-M-O-Z-Y. Go give her a follow and go tell her how awesome she is because she's great. She also has her own podcast called South African Sandways. So this is like the perfect match. I'm so excited. And one more thing, guys, from time to time, I put up new releases on our social media and be like, hey, our friends released this. You should hear this. This is exciting. Well, I did something about it and created a Spotify playlist just for you. So To hear our favourite new releases from May, you can now go to Spotify at Between You and Me Pod. The link is literally in our show notes and you will also find it in our bio on all our social media. You can have a listen to new releases from some of our friends, some of our favourite artists and some people that we think you should really need to hear right now. That's all for today. Please connect with us online. We would, as always, love it. Find us at Between You Me Pod on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. You can connect with us on our website at betweenyouandmepod.com. You can even email me there and say, hey, you should interview this person. You should talk about this. This is what I think of the show. And wherever you are listening to this, please make sure that you go to that and hit subscribe so you get the next episode as soon as it drops on Friday. Next week, we are talking to my friend, J. Blake White. He is the man behind the voice at the start and the end of every Between You and Me episode. He is magic and it's so great. We are talking all about success and Hollywood and American Idol and it's great. You will love it. So make sure you hit subscribe so you get that as soon as it drops. And if you love what you hear, please go and rate us and leave a review. We would really appreciate it. That's all from me today. My name is Jessica Morris. And I am glad to do life with you. Here's to hope. You gave a heavenly breath and now it's air in our chest. That's why we're singing it back to you. For every battle you've won, for everything that you've done, and everything that you're gonna do. See too much to ever doubt it. Feel so good, I wanna shout it.
song of the saved No, we ain't gonna turn it down For listening to the Between You and Me podcast. Stay connected by visiting www.betweenyouandmepod.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. For more Christian news, reviews, and interviews, get plugged in to jesuswire.com.